Recently, we made a video that stemmed from the passage in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, where uh, the subject of head coverings is discussed. And the question that we dealt with in our video was, uh, is long hair sufficient as the covering for the woman when she's praying or prophesying? And uh, if, if you would like to see that video, you can look that up on our YouTube page. Now, a follow-up question has uh, arisen from that video. And someone has asked if I could deal with verse number 16 in that same passage and just give a, a general explanation as to what's going on in that verse. So, verse 16 says, But if any man seem to be contentious, we have no such custom, neither the churches of God. So in order to understand this, this verse properly, we have to get the context correct as well. And Paul, starting in verse number 3, is dealing with a structure for authority. He mentions that the Father is the head and then Christ is in submission to Him. The head of the man is Christ. The head of the woman is the man. And then Paul gets into discussing how a woman would um, honor that authority structure by having the proper covering for her head. And, and he mentions in verse number uh, 15 how the woman's hair is given her for that covering. There's nothing in the passage that says she needs to add anything additional to the long hair. But by a woman wearing a woman's haircut, if I can put it like that, she is acknowledging the difference that God has uh, placed between men and women, and she is recognizing that uh, her head is, is the man. So this symbolic gesture of her having long hair recognizes God's structure for authority. Later on, as the passage continues, Paul can, he, uh, he also points out that nature itself teaches us that a man should look like a man, a woman should look like a woman, and Paul, rather than appealing to a verse of Scripture from the law or anything like that, he, he says in verse number 13, "...judge in yourselves." Is it comely that a woman pray unto God uncovered? So Paul is appealing to their own common sense here. He's saying, judge this in yourself. You answer this question for yourself. If a woman is purposely going out of her way to take on a man's appearance, and thereby she's in rebellion to the way God has made her, then does it seem right that she would be praying uh, in that condition while in open rebellion to God, that, that just doesn't seem right. Uh, it, it's the same idea, judging yourselves, would it be right for a man to get up behind the pulpit with a beer in one hand and a cigarette in the other and try to preach to people about holy living? That, that just wouldn't go together. Now, the idea that Paul's getting across here is that a woman who's living in open rebellion to the way God has set things up, it wouldn't seem as if prayer would be doing her much good. In verse 14, he says, Doth not even nature itself teach you that if a man have long hair, it is a shame unto him? So again, Paul, he's not appealing to any verse from the law. He could have, uh, but he didn't. He, he says, listen, use just your own natural reasoning here. Doesn't nature itself teach us that a man should look like a man and a woman like a woman? It looks wrong. Something just doesn't, it doesn't sit well with our eye when we see a man trying to take on feminine characteristics. In other places, in the same epistle actually, in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, Paul mentions how some of the Corinthians at, at one time before they were saved were effeminate. So it's obviously something that the Corinthians were familiar with 
And he says, listen, the argument against that, at least one of them, is nature itself. It just doesn't, it just doesn't look right for a man to have those feminine characteristics. So building on that, what we know about the context, Paul concludes this passage by saying, but if any man seem to be contentious. So if anyone wants to continue arguing the point and say, no, it doesn't matter if, uh, what kind of haircut you have or what kind of outward appearance there is, just do what you feel like doing. If anyone wants to continue arguing this point, then there's one other thing that you need to consider. He says, we have no such custom. So the we, I believe he's talking about the apostles. And then he says, neither the churches of God. So Paul is now appealing to um, the apostles who founded the churches and the churches themselves. That would contain all the uh, Christians in them. He's saying, look around in, in all of the churches. Christians do not have this custom of men looking like women, women looking like men. The Spirit of God doesn't lead us to do that. So if someone doesn't want to accept the answers that Paul has already given and the explanations in this passage of why a man and a woman should have different appearances, the last argument that Paul puts forth is, is listen, if you still want to argue, look around. No other churches are doing it the way that this contentious man is, is claiming it should be done. The apostles and the Christians in the early church, they recognize that there should be a difference in the appearance of, of the two genders. Now, there is one other approach that I think is worth mentioning uh, towards verse 16. Uh, I, I believe, as I've just explained it to you, I think that's what Paul was getting at. But some people have explained this verse by saying that the contentious man in the verse is somebody who wants to argue just for argument's sake. He, he's not trying to get to the bottom of anything. He doesn't care about right or wrong, truth or error. He just wants to argue. And if that's the case, then Paul's point is, we, the apostles or the churches, we have no custom of putting up with that. We will not entertain such, an, such a person or just argue for the sake of arguing. We would shun that type of, of uh, behavior and move on. So. I believe if you read the Old and New Testament, you would find that as a, a valid point. The churches and the people of God are not supposed to argue for argument's sake. Uh, however, I don't think that's what Paul was getting at in verse 16. But I, 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 like, the, I like the principle behind that, so I believe it's at least worth considering. So I hope this has helped explain uh, the passage a little bit better and verse 16. If there's any further questions about it, please feel free to leave it in the comment section below. If this video has helped, you can click the like button. If you'd like to follow along with our Bible Q&A blog, you can click subscribe. Feel free to leave a Bible question in the comment section below or visit us on our Facebook page, Bible Baptist Church of Pachastruam. And if you live in town, we'd like to invite you to one of our services and we hope to see you soon. May God bless and have a great day further.